Well, I hope you're having a good day from wherever you're watching from. And uh, we've had uh, a lot of broadband issues. We had no internet signal, uh, so we couldn't broadcast earlier. We're just waiting, trying to get things in place uh, so that we can see what is happening uh, online. Um, so now we've got good internet signal, so that's great. We've got Stacy joining us as well. Welcome. Thanks for joining with us. Keith, I think, did I say hi to you, Keith? I'm not sure. Welcome, Keith. Good to see you from Liverpool as well. We've got Dee coming in. Good to see you, Dee. Welcome. Hallelujah. Yeah, I tell you what, we're just going to stand on the promises of Yehovah. It's been an interesting day today. You know, one of those days, uh, I didn't finish till the small hours of the morning this morning uh, from studying and uh, just, uh, you know, just spending time in the presence and Anyway, I got up this morning uh, a little later than normal, you know, and up about 8 o'clock in the morning. And uh, here my wife has got up at uh, 7 a.m. She's gone off and she's been playing tennis with her friend uh, because everything is pretty much opening up here in Israel. Uh, the beaches were packed. Uh, got to do a great cycle with Hannah. Two of us got to go out on the bikes and just have some fun on the beach as well. And uh, that was pretty cool doing that. Well, Haley goes out playing tennis this morning. Welcome, B from Texas. Good to see you. And uh, she comes in the door as I'm just sort of getting organized in the morning. And uh, she has had an injury at tennis and busted her ankle, uh, fell over on her ankle. So we spent uh, the morning going to uh, get uh, checked by the doctor and she had to go get an x-ray done and we're just praying for supernatural healing over her uh, foot tonight in Yeshua's name that she'll wake up supernaturally healed. We just release uh, the blood of Yeshua over the ankle and it's, uh, the report will not come back that it's broken. We pray that uh, it'll mend quickly. She's thinking, goodness me, the doctor said, that's another six weeks you won't be able to play tennis for. She says, that's like the coronavirus <laughs> restrictions all over again, you know. She's she's just been waiting to get back to play tennis. So anyway, keep her in your prayers. And uh, so my whole day just kind of went, you know. Because here in Israel, when you try to do stuff, it's not like other countries where you can just get in and out and the job's done. No, it just feels like your whole day is just taken away from you. So when it came to the evening, getting ready to broadcast and having no broadband, and it's like, oh, great, here we go. Anyway, we are here. Hallelujah. We have waited and we are here. It's quarter past 12 at night. We're now into the next day already. But uh, there's nothing better than getting in the presence of Yehovah, seeking first his face. And, you know, we want to see a mighty move of the Spirit. And, and yesterday, you know, it was really quite interesting where the Father took us yesterday and what the Father was saying the road to the battle. The preparation that needs to be done. Uh, we shared about uh, Joshua coming up to Jericho and the importance of the Ark of the Covenant going before and the trumpets being blasted and how the fear of the enemy was so strong that I tell you what, the power of Yehovah. What did we see? We saw the captain of the army of the Lord of hosts. We saw Yeshua with his sword drawn to say, you know, it's not about whose side are you on? Joshua walks up, well, who are you with? Are you with us or are you with them? 
<laughs> I'm not with any of you. I am the captain of the Lord of Hosts. <laughs> the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords is in the house. And that's what we proclaim over our lives. You know, we're not living, uh, you know, through a religious experience. We are walking in the living reality of Yehovah. And I want to encourage you tonight. I want to encourage you that, you know, as we come together each day, Ask the Father, what's he saying? What's he doing in our lives? May we spend time together but never be the same because of what the Father is doing. I want to see the victory in Messiah. I want to see the glory of God being revealed. Hallelujah. I'm just looking at some of these texts that are coming up on Build Those or Faith as it's doing uh, the, the transcription at the bottom there. And I'm just wondering how it's doing with the Scottish accent. <laughs> it really is quite funny, some of the words that are coming up there, so maybe I'll switch that off if it doesn't get uh if it doesn't get it right. Hallelujah. Alright, I can't watch that. I'm gonna have to move over to another page here so I don't see that. Hallelujah. Right, let's get uh focused. So what are we doing tonight? You know, we are talking about if we remain silent. We're going to hit on a few key points because we are in preparation of getting ready for Shavuot. We are on this journey to Pentecost, to the seven weeks. We are on this journey for a mighty outpouring of the Spirit, a feast day where Yehovah is going to show up. And you know, you might be following the rabbinic calendar and if that's what you're following, I've just got news for you. Stop following following rabbinical Judaism and follow the scriptures. You know, we're not called to get uh, Shavuot, the dates mixed up because of rabbinic order. It's the day after the normal Sabbath within unleavened bread. That's the timing for Shavuot. So it's going to be the 31st of this month. That's when we are going to be celebrating Shavuot on the Sunday. I think it's the 31st. I'm sure it's the 31st. Anyway, we've got two and a half weeks or just under to go until we get to uh, that date. And we're excited about this because we want to be in line. And what I love about focusing on what the Word says is we are called to be in sync, not with the world. We're not called to be in sync with religion. We're not just called just to be man pleasers. No, we are called to be in sync with Yehovah. So what's the Father doing? How do we get into His rhythm, into His cycle so we can hear the very heart Heartbeats of Yehovah ministering within our lives. We are called to follow the word. So anyway, I want to read a few scriptures tonight. And, you know, like I said, with the internet being down, I just want to take time just to get in the presence and pray. And, you know, I'm looking at uh, the type of notes I have. I've just got a couple of things written on a piece of paper here. Uh, I've got a couple of verses. And, you know, we're just going to see where the Father is going to take us in the midst of all of this. Father, we want to thank you for this day. Thank you, Father, that you are gathering your people together for such a time as this. Father, you are gathering us together to speak into our lives, to communicate your word into our lives so that there can be a cry, a corporate cry that will rise up 
up and bring transformation to this generation. Father, we pray for a mighty outpouring of the Ruach HaKodesh. We do not want to be the same. We want to see the victory of Yehovah established within our lives. We want to see the glory, your glory, being revealed through our lives. We want to be in sync. And we know, Father, there's so much going on behind the scenes. You know, it's very easy to see the angel of light and what Hasatan, what Satan is doing within the world because he's flaunting himself everywhere. He's putting his disgusting evils all over the place. Man, people are deceived. They're so caught up. They, They think that sin is a place of fun and enjoyment. He has lied. He is a master of deception. He is leading people astray. He's telling them that it's going to be greener grass on the other side don't don't follow the principles of God you know just live your own life walk in your own way you know so that you can uh, take shortcuts to having a good time and it's all about being in the moment but what's the father truly saying he's saying I don't want you living in the moment I want you living in my spirit hallelujah and I believe that tonight is a time when we are tuning in in the Ruach HaKodesh where we are going to capture what the spirit is saying we are getting prepared We are on the road for the battle. We are coming to a great day, a feast day. And when Yehovah shows up, when he shows up, what happens to the enemy? What happens to darkness? Darkness has to flee. When Yehovah shows up, someone needs to hear this tonight. When God shows up, darkness has to flee. So if you're in a situation right now and you feel the weight of the world on you, you feel like you can't see, you can't work out how to get out of where you're at, then all you have to do is call upon his name. Call upon his name and allow the outpouring of the Spirit to manifest within your life. I want to see Yeshua manifesting in my life. I am not going to give up in the presence of Yehovah until we see nations supernaturally changed. I'm not going to be caught up in this world system. This is the day. This is the day that Yehovah has made. And I will rejoice and be glad in it. And I hope that. That's your call right now. Rejoice and be glad in it, says Yehovah. This is my day. This is my day. So the question is, where are you looking? What are you watching? What are you caught up in? It's time for you to take a step back and don't worry about the strategy of the enemy. Yes, we must recognize what the enemy's doing. Yes, because we are called to proclaim his word. We are called to proclaim his truth. For what purpose? To set the captives free. It is time for us not to be silent. We don't want to be caught in a place of silence. If you remain silent... And I'm just going to share one verse out of Esther. You know, it's not Purim right now, but I just want to share this one verse out of here because I want to lay a foundation of what the Ruach HaKodesh is saying right now. And I want you to capture by the Spirit that you have a place in the midst of the move of God. Are you ready for that? Are you, are you expecting to be part of the army of Yehovah? 
Are you going to be one that's going to be part of the, the, the outpouring of the Spirit, of revival, of a refreshing, of an awakening of Yehovah that will bring transformation to the entire world? Or are you just going to get caught up in a spirit of fear? You know, I've talked to you about Gideon. You know, when he says to the man, Hey, if you've got fear, go home. And now, you know, we can read what it says in the scripture. I wish they had the verse that talked about the wives of those men who went home. And when they went home, the wife said to them, what are you doing here? Well, we're home and, you know, we've got fear. And Gideon says we don't have to fight. So, yep, we're, we're home. Excellent. You know, just don't, don't worry all those chores that you wanted done around the house. We can get them done. You know, you, know, you don't have to be in fear worrying if I'm going to die out there on the battlefield got some great news I'm home and I just picture the wives of uh, of the, the Israeli community of those thousands of men that went home the wives are looking at them like like you know let's get something straight you're not fighting you're not fighting to bring salvation to save our nation you're not out there fighting to save our family you're right here when everyone's out on battle so maybe you just go up and live in the corner on the roof and spend some time contemplating on who you really are until you get some backbone in your life and then maybe I'll allow you to enter properly into the family unit again when once all the battle is over and all the men have returned safe we have this perspective oh I've got fear well that's okay I'll just go home then you know it should we should be um you know it, what's the word you know I'm not I'm not going to speak cursing but you know it is a disgrace if we have a spirit of fear it's a disgrace if you're caught up with a spirit of fear you should be ashamed of yourself and get to the place of repentance because God's not giving you a spirit of fear but of power and love and a sound mind so we just say to that spirit of fear you have to go you have to go because, <laughs> you know, if you're walking in fear, you're not walking in the spirit of Yehovah. You can't serve two masters. You can't serve the world and serve God. You can't walk together in the place of unity. No, you have got to make a decision. What side of the track are you on? Are you going down the narrow road or are you on the broad road? Are you choosing to follow Yehovah? Or are you choosing just to go the ways of the world? Because I'm telling you, there's coming a day where you're going to reap the consequences of your action. And I'm just shouting out right now. I'm just proclaiming right now. Get your life in order. Get your house in order. Get prepared. Especially in this counting down of the Omar as we are getting ready for Shavuot. This is going to be such a powerful event. Why? Because the world is not the same this year as it was last year there's so many changes that have taken place we are seeing one of the greatest moves of satan to test the nations of the world in how they will comply with the spirit of fear so that's what the enemy's up to but what's Yehovah up to he is testing his ecclesia he is testing the saints where do you stand are you going to be one that's going to stand up at the moment and recognize greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world? Are you going to be one that shrinks back 
So anyway, I just want to look at uh, just uh, a, 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 a slight couple of verses out of the book of Esther, you know, just to put the edge on what we are going to talk about tonight. You know, look, it's not in the numbers. We don't need the numbers. We know the majority, even though I'm proclaiming and I'm shouting out and, you know, I'm I'm crying out in intercession. Rise up, body of Messiah. Rise up. But here's the reality. There's many people that's going to hear this message and it's not going to make a change in your life. Because you're looking at all the places of disobedience. You're looking at all the enticements of the enemy. And you're caught up in entertainment. You're caught up in that which is strangling your faith. You're filling your day with the wrong stuff. And I'm praying right now for a spirit of conviction to come on the body of Messiah. That there will be a shaking. That we will hear the thunder of Yehovah. That we will hear the announcements of Yehovah that, you know, the Father will shake us to bring transformation. Is the world under the judgment of God? Are we experiencing the judgment of God? Absolutely. You know, what's the point of his judgment? His judgment comes to bring the people to repentance. So here comes Jonah, you know, taking a walk after he gets himself uh, from the, the road of disobedience. You know, many of us, you know, we don't want to comprehend the very plans of God, especially when it concerns others. We just want to protect us and our people. You know, what do you mean God wants to change the whole world? What do you mean that, you know, what, God is concerned about uh, the, 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 um, the Gazans? God's concerned about uh, those in Syria? God's concerned about the Iranians? God's concerned about China and all the different nations that you see that are bringing so much evil into the earth, Islamic strongholds on the earth. Well, what happens if the Father puts in your spirit that these are the people I've called you to minister to? If you're watching in America, where are the people in America that are seeking to break the back of Islam in America? You know, I'm fed up looking at statistics. Well, you know, how many years will it be until the whole of Europe is Muslim? How long will it be before Sharia law takes place in the United States of America? How long will it be? Here's the datelines they put within their programs. And I want to ask the question, where are the people who are rising up to bring the gospel of Yehovah? Yes, we know the enemy's got a plan. Of course he has. He's got a plan to bring destruction. He wants to steal, kill, and destroy. But I'm not focusing on the plan of the enemy. I recognize it, and I'm going to speak out against the assignments of the enemy. So what, are the nations under judgment? Yes, of course. You know, but we're not in the place of the wrath of God. If you do not repent, then here comes the wrath. If you will not turn from your wicked ways, here comes the wrath. And what's the Father saying? You know, we need to deal with what's going on within the assembly of Yehovah. We have got to stir up the people of Yehovah. We've got to get to the place where we say to the born-again believers of Yeshua, are we in line? Judgment begins first in the house of the Lord. 
Oh, brother, you using that judgment word? You know, I don't like that judgment word. Can't you just speak a message tonight of grace? Just give us that squeaky, greasy grace tonight. No, we need to hear the word of the of Yehovah. We need to hear the truth of God at this time so we can rise up against the plans of the enemy and bring forth the victory of Yeshua. And that's exactly what happened in Esther's life. I told you we're going to read a couple of verses from there. I'm just stirred up. I'm stirred up. I hope you're getting fired up. I pray for an outpouring of the fire. You know, a mikvah of the fire, of the Holy Spirit and fire. Receive it right now. Receive it. Get a little taste of what's about to happen at Shavuot. Why? Because at Shavuot, we should see a greater outpouring. Esther chapter 4 verse 12, when Esther's words were reported to Mordecai, he sent back this answer. Do you think that because you are in the king's house, you uh, um, alone of all the Jews will escape? For if you remain silent at this time, relief and deliverance for the Jews will arise from another place. Oh, let's get it straight. Let's get it straight. If you don't rise up, <laughs> oh, you know, there's God the Father up there playing the violin about how awful everything is. No, that's not what's happening. If you don't rise up, if you don't take your place, you are born again for such a time as this. Before the foundations of the earth, the Father created you. He made you for this day. This is your day to rise up and walk in the promises of Yehovah. If you remain silent at this time, relief and deliverance for the people of God, for the Jews, will arise from another place, but you and your father's family will perish. This is a day where denominations will be destroyed, says Yehovah. This is a day where very elements of what we have seen as, you know, foundational within the faith of the messianic walk you will start to see these denominational structures crush and and be destroyed you'll start to see them moving over into darkness you'll start to see that it's very clear that they are not walking in the ways of Yehovah we're already seeing it to a huge extent as we see gays being married within churches as we see um you know lawlessness being approved within uh, the, the, the foundations of these denominations. And we're about to see an even greater thing at this time. You know, the Father is shaking the world. So the devil thinks he's shaking it for his good. But the reality is, yes, God's judgment is here. And I want to ask the question, are we walking in the victory because of obedience, or are we going to come under the judgment of God? Because you've only got a short window to get your house in order. That's what I love about the feast. Every time we're dealing with the feast, what's the Father then? What's the Father saying? He's saying, get your house in order. This is the time where you prepare yourself to meet with me. And I love what happens here at this next section. Hallelujah. Um, and who knows, but 
that you have come to a royal position for such a time as this. Don't lose the opportunity. Don't lose the position that the Father has put us in at this time. Because if you lose it, if you don't catch what the Spirit is saying, if you're caught up with the wrong message, if you're caught up on the wrong channel listening to the wrong people, if you are not found uh, devoted to the Scriptures, if you are not found in the place of pressing in to hear the word of the of the Holy Spirit ministering and speaking forth the life of what God is truly saying to this generation. You're going to miss it. Verse 15, Then Esther sent this reply to Mordecai, Go gather together all the Jews who are in uh, Susham and fast for me. Do not eat or drink for three days. Uh, day and night or day and I and my maids will fast as you do when all this is done I will go to the king even though it is against the law and if I perish I perish so Mordecai went away and carried out all of Esther's instructions let me tell you something we have got to get back we have got to get back in line We have got to get our house in order. This is the day. And I don't want to see one person miss the blessing of what we are about to witness. I want you to be able to take hold of this day for all eternity to know that you were one who walked with Yehovah. I was there. I was there. As we are looking back from the millennial kingdom at this time, I was there. (laughs) I was there. Hallelujah. I know what it was like. You know, I want to be there uh, to see what it was truly like with Gideon. I want to get there and be able to speak to Gideon and be able to speak to what was it like to overcome the enemy? What was it like when you saw the numbers depleting and all you had was just 300 men standing before you? What was it like? What was it like, Joshua, when you, you know, confronted the, the 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 captain of the Lord of hosts with his sword drawn. What was it like? What was it like, Moses, to stand before that burning bush? It's one thing to read it. It's another thing to hear it and hear the word of Yehovah. The Father saying, I don't just want you to be someone who is reading a story. I want you to be someone who is participating in my glory. Hallelujah. This is the hour to participate in my glory. Thank you, Father. If you remain silent, if you remain silent. Well, listen, before the shout, before the shout, hold off your shout right now. This is what we talked about yesterday. Hold off your shout because on the seventh day, we'll go around Jericho seven times. And then the victory shout is going to come forth. Hold off your shout until it's time for the victory shout to come forth. But before the victory shout goes on, it's the time of preparation. It's the time of preparation. There's been many days when there's been great darkness. There's been many times in history when the oppression was so powerful, so powerful, And we think today that we're going through some stuff. And you look back at history and what some generations have gone through and what some generations have faced. And we think we've gone through some stuff. (sighs) I'm telling you, 
we are on the verge of a mighty outpouring of the Spirit. Father, take us back. Yes, that's right, Russell. We need to get back the, to the, the early Ecclesia, to the book of Acts. We've got to get back to that place. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. We just shout the victory of Yehovah. So anyway, look. You know, we're just going to share a few things right now. We're just going to press in. Why? Because I want us to get to the place where we are on the right side of the move of God. The right side. Listen, there can be division even within the house. And I want to ask you the question, in the midst of even division in the house, what's the Father doing in your heart? I'm calling out to the remnant of God. I'm calling out to those who are going to pay the price, who will who will shout the shout of victory, who will get into place. You know, I'm calling the remnant forward. And I want you to know that there's going to be so much conflict. There's going to be so much going on in the environment around you. And I want you to go open to the book of Samuel chapter 1. And I want to just share a few stories of what's taken place in the early part of Samuel chapter 1, just as we did in the book of Joshua yesterday. And, you know, we're not here to put a plumb line teaching down. But what we are here to do is we're here to recognize key attributes that we we can apply to our lives to prepare us for the day in which we are living. So, you know, we, we see at the beginning of this chapter, you know, what's going on. We've got, uh, we've got um, Raphamia, uh, <laughs> Ramaphamim, uh, you know, Nice guy, really nice guy. He's got two wives, right? You know, one's called Hannah. That's quite easy. And then we've got Pin, <laughs> Peninana, okay? That's the other wife. And she's the one that has all the babies and all the children and everything's great. And there's Hannah has none. And there's this this rivalry between the two wives. This, you know, it's not easy. Why Why is Hannah's womb shut up? You know, and the other wife is like, man, you know, I am favored. I am blessed. You know, you are cursed. God doesn't love you. He doesn't care about you. And let me tell you something. Where does the father re uh, prepare his people? He doesn't prepare his people in that which is in abundance. Oh, wow. Oh, you man, you must be so blessed. Look at the abundance. Look at, you know, everything you touch is just blessed. And then there's Hannah. What's she gone through? Her husband loves her more than anything. And, you know, when it came to the feast time, you know, uh, her husband gave Hannah the double portion because he loved her. And even in the midst of the rivalry and the broken heartedness of everything that she was gone through, the husband lavished so much love upon her and says, even though you haven't borne me a child, I love you. You are special. I'm lifting you up. You are special. But even in the midst of all of that, it wasn't enough. But Hannah never gave up. She never gave up. Not before her husband. She never gave up before Yehovah. She was a woman who memorized the word. She was a woman who stood on the word. She was the one who went up every year instead of being discouraged and thinking, why should I even bother going up with uh, my rival wife? Why should I even bother go, uh, going up before the Lord when I'm the one that looks like I'm cursed? 
when the other wife looks like she's so blessed. But that's not Hannah's motive. Her motive is, I am going to get hold of the Father and I am not going to let you go until you bless me. I am going to receive the blessings of God. So even when her husband's given her the double portion, this is not the answer she's looking for. And when the world and, you know, when the body of Messiah, <coughs> when other believers are coming around you and they're trying to pour out that double portion and make you look and feel like you're blessed and you're apart and you feel so isolated, you feel so separated from what's going on. You're not part of the party because there's so many things that are missing. You're not seeing the blessing. In Hannah, she made a decision. I'm not going to just sit back and, and just, you know, I'm going to see the blessings of Yehovah fulfilled in my life. You know, you have a personal relationship with Yehovah, but it's not just about your personal relationship. You know, we are called to be part of the body of Yehovah. And here's Hannah. Her, mo- her motive is not just, where's my blessing? For me, her motive is, where is my participation to this nation? Where is my participation to the purposes and will of Yehovah? Where is the blessing that's going to go through me to bring transformation to this generation? There is so much that is born out of barrenness. There is so much that's born out of brokenness. And even in Hannah's life, she's not sitting back. She's not just saying, you know, (laughs) well, this is my lot. This is all I'm going to get out of life. And I want to tell you, what are you going through? You feel barren. You feel broken. You feel like you're rejected. You know, look at Elijah. He's like, I'm the only one. And God says, hey, I've got 7,000 that haven't bowed the knee. I've got 7,000 prophets that are being protected, that are being looked after, that are being cared for. And I was just thinking it was just me. I was just thinking it was just me. 7,000 were in lockdown, coronavirus lockdown. Ha <laughs> ha, yeah, hallelujah. But, you know, once they get through this have this time, you know, Hannah, why are you weeping? You know, why don't you eat? Why are you downhearted? Don't I mean more to you than 10 sons? Well, it's not about, you know, what I mean to you. It's not It's not about how you see me. Yes, I love you. Yes, I care for you. But it goes a lot deeper than this. And even in the midst of everything that's going on in the world today and everything that you see in the open, you know, what you see with your physical eyes, this is not what it's about. It's much deeper than that. It's about the word of Yehovah. It's about the promises of Yehovah. It's about the work of the Spirit bringing transformation to this generation. So here's Hannah at this time. She's living in uh, great darkness. She's living in a terrible time of oppression, of evil. Verse 9, once... When they had finished eating and drinking at Shiloh, Hannah stood up. Now Eli, the priest, was sitting on a chair by the doorpost at Yehovah's temple. 
in bitterness of soul, Hannah wept much and prayed to Yehovah. In bitterness of soul. You know, man, I'm, you're talking about the depths. God, I'm in a place of prayer and I'm not going to leave this pray, place until I see the mighty outpouring of your spirit. In bitterness of soul. This is not how it should be. This is not my end. This is not the reason why I was born. I was not called to be barren. I was not called to be in a place where everyone's looking at me thinking that you just cursed. You know, what's going on in your life? No, I'm going to press in. I'm going to apply the word of Yehovah. I'm going to stay in the place of prayer. And when you're all partying and in the festive scene, I'm not going to eat. I'm not going to join in. Because there's something stirring in my spirit. There's something stirring in my spirit. What's stirring in your spirit? Are you in the place of preparation to say, you know what, the Father can do more in five seconds than you can do in your entire lifetime. Yet you're trying to make every moment show what, what God is doing within your life. We're not in show business. We're not in show business. We're in preparation. Hallelujah. We're in preparation. We're saying, Father, we want to get to that place where we are in preparation. And sometimes that might take you to the place of the bitterness of the soul. Let me tell you something. Don't you give up. Don't you tell me about all your losses as you're pursuing God. Don't, don't, don't stop there. We'll stand alongside you and pray for you don't you know but don't think that this is the end don't think this is it if you will hide the word within your heart if you will press in and even if you're in the place of bitterness of soul and weeping make sure you're praying unto Yehovah don't take your life don't give up you're on the brink of a miracle don't slow down when the world thinks you're losing your mind you're on the brink of a miracle. This is the day of Yehovah. This is the day of the Lord. This is his day. This is day of preparation. Hallelujah. In bitterness of soul, Hannah wept much and prayed to Yehovah. And she made a vow saying, O Yehovah Almighty, if you will only look upon your servant's misery and remember me and not forget your servant, but give her a son, then I will give him to Yehovah for all the days of his life, and no razor will ever be used on his head. Yehovah Almighty, if you will only look upon your servant's misery. So maybe you're watching today and you feel like you, I'm doing all the things that I should be doing. My heart is devoted unto you, but it feels like everything is against me. Where is the blessing? Where's the blessing of God on my life? Oh, don't give up. It's time we lay these things before the Father. Look at Caterpillar. You know, he said, God, if you bless me and make me the largest earth-moving uh, 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 machines in the world, then I will give you 90% and live on the 10. 
It's okay to make a vow before the Father. What vows are we making before him? Have you given him your life? Well, you know, I was just happy just trying to be a believer. I was just happy just trying to get a little bit of deliverance so I can walk in a little bit of contentment in my soul. I want to recognize, am I walking in the fullness of God? Am I there yet? Am I in the place where I am seeing millions of people supernaturally transformed? Am I in the place where nations are coming to Messiah? Am I in the place where the glory of Yehovah is manifesting in the land of Israel? That Jerusalem is lighting up so powerful that all the nations of the earth can't wait to get here to inquire of my God? I will be one that's in pursuit of the promises of God to be fulfilled. I want to stand upon the word. I want to stand upon the prophetic words that God has spoken and saying, Father, we prophesy, we proclaim that this is the hour. Bring your word to pass. Are you broken hearted over the abortions? Are you broken hearted over the sacrifices that are being made? The blood that is being shed? the lives that will never get to live as they are being sacrificed on the altar. Verse 12, As she kept on praying to Yehovah, Eli observed her mouth. Hannah was praying in her heart and her lips were moving, but her voice was not heard. Eli thought she was drunk and said to her, How long will you keep on getting drunk? Get rid of your wine. Oh, not so, my lord, Hannah replied. I'm a woman who is deeply troubled. You know, we've got to get to that place where we are deeply troubled. I want to see his glory manifest, but are you willing to pay the price? Are we willing to lay our lives down? Are you willing to sacrifice? Will you pray? Will you fast? Will you press in? Will you get the scriptures within your heart that you'll bring supernatural transformation to this generation? Or are you just going to take a little bite for yourself? Are you just going to take a little word that will make you feel good today? I'm calling out for the remnant of Yehovah to rise up at this time. I'm a woman who is in de- who is de- in deeply. <laughs> I'm a woman who is deeply troubled. I have not been drinking wine or beer. I was pouring out my soul to Yehovah. Do not take your servant for a wicked woman. I have been praying here, out of my great anguish and grief. We are never going to see the nations change until God breaks our heart with the things that breaks his. You've got to know what it's like to look into the eyes of the brokenhearted. You've got to know what it's like to minister to the suicidal. You've got to know what it's like to see God's power bring deliverance and and transform broken marriages. You've got to see what it's like. Break our hearts with the things that break yours, Father. Break our hearts. So is Hannah's motives just all about herself? 
Do you think that she is pressing in just because of what she wants? You know, oh, you know, Hannah, you know, all you want is a child. No, she just wants the testimony of God's blessing over her life. That God's blessing is not just in her, but God's blessing is going through her. She's saying, I want to give birth to the next generation. I want to release something from heaven through my life. I want to release something from heaven in and through my life. Are you ready for that today? That's where I'm at. I'm not just sitting back saying, I just want a blessing for me. I'm saying, Father, I want to release something in and through my life. Hallelujah. Eli answered, go in peace. And may the God of Israel grant you what you have asked of him. She said, may your servant find favor in your eyes. Then she went her way and ate something. And her face was no longer downcast. It's the day of the blessing of Yehovah. It's the day where we yield our heart to him. You know, we're on this road to battle. We're on this road to see what? The kingdom of Satan destroyed. We're on this road to see the glory of Yehovah manifest. I can't wait to shout the shout of victory. I can't wait to see Kasaria in Israel waking up to the glory of God. I can't wait for Tiberias. I can't wait for the Golan Heights. I can't wait for Haifa. I can't wait for Tel Aviv. Oh, you wicked city. I can't wait for Tel Aviv to be filled with the glory of Yehovah. I can't wait for Jerusalem. Jerusalem to be filled with the glory of Yehovah. Oh, well, brother, that just wasn't in my sights. You know, I was just coming online just trying to get a little word of encouragement. Listen, we are living in the will of God and in his day. And he's telling us, judgment begins first in the house of the Lord. He's saying, get your house in order. Get your house in order. Early the next morning, they arose and worshipped before Yehovah, and then they went back to their home at Ramah. Oh, these names, I'm never good with these names. Alkanah lay with Hannah, his wife, and the Lord remembered her. So in the course of time, Hannah conceived and gave birth to a son. She named him Samuel saying, Because I asked Yehovah for him. When the man Alkana went up uh, with his family to offer the annual sacrifice to Yehovah and to fulfill his vows, Hannah did not go. She said to her husband, After the boy is weaned, I will take him and present him before Yehovah, and he will live there always. Do what seems best to you, Alcana, her husband, told her. Stay here until you uh, wean him. Only may Yehovah make good his word. So the woman stayed at home and nursed her son until she had weaned him. Hallelujah. There's preparation. When we get to that place where God confirms his word in our lives, you will see the conception of the Spirit and the promise will come forth. 
We are living in the day where the Father is saying, I am speaking and I am moving and I'm going to do a great and mighty work within the nations. And I want to ask a question. Are we alert? Are we on track? Are we in line with what the Spirit is saying? Verse 24, after he was weaned, this is Samuel, uh, 1 Samuel chapter 1, after he was weaned, she took the boy with her, young as he was, along with a, a three-year-old bull, an ephem of flour and skin of wine, and brought him to the house of Yehovah in Shiloh. When they had slaughtered the bull, they brought the boy to Eli, and said, and she said to him, As surely as you live, my Lord, I am the woman who stood here beside you praying to Yehovah. I prayed for this child, and Yehovah has granted me what I asked of him. So now I give him to Yehovah for his whole life. He will be given over to Yehovah. He and he will uh, and he worshipped. Yehovah there. Hallelujah. And what do we see in the midst of this? The Father brings forth the blessing. And see, what what uh, Hannah wanted, what she was praying for, was not something for herself. She just wanted something to give. She wanted the blessings to be confirmed within our life. And that's what we're proclaiming tonight. It's time for the blessings of Yehovah. It's time for the authority of Yehovah to be proclaimed, to be seen, to bring forth the fruit of Yehovah to this generation. It is not by might nor by power, but it's by my spirit. And in chapter 2, what do we see? We see the song of Hannah. And, you know, she starts singing a song, and it's a prayer. And, you know, I don't know if you know this, but Hannah, in this song, she recites 19 to 20 passages of the the Tanakh in her prayer. What does this uh, signify? That she was a woman. She didn't have the scriptures in her hand like you and I have. She had to come before and hear the reading of the scrolls. But she was one who memorized the word. She was one who paid attention to the word. And I want to ask the question, how much attention do we have before the word of Yehovah, especially in these days that we are living? It's time for us to rise up. It's time for us to get to a place of transformation. If you remain silent, (laughs) if you remain silent, let me tell you something. What, you think the Father's just going to have to wait for another generation? No. No. If you remain silent, deliverance is going to come from another channel. What does that mean? You're not going to be a part of it. And I want to release an invitation tonight. Are you going to be part of one of the greatest outpourings of the Ruach HaKodesh in in these days? Are you going to be part of this outpouring that is coming at Shavuot? Are you going to be there? Are you going to be part of it? Are you going to witness a mighty move of the Spirit? For all those in Australia, get ready. You're going to see a move before we see a move. I'm speaking to you, Esther. Get ready for what the Father's going to do. (laughs) Why? Because your time zone's ahead of us. You're going to be walking in Shavuot before we're walking in Shavuot. Let's align ourselves. Let's align ourselves with the Spirit. What do we understand from the life 
of Samuel. We see some incredible words coming forth from Samuel. In fact, he comes and what does he do? He brings forth a word of repentance. He deals with Eli. He deals with his sons. Why? Because the word of Yehovah comes before us, before him, and he hears the word of Yehovah and he walks up to Eli. Did you call me? Did you call me? Samuel, here I am. Here I am. Who's speaking to me? And the Lord said to Samuel, See, I'm about to do something in Israel that will make the ears of everyone who hear it tingle. Oh, there's one moment when we need to get to the place where our ears are going to tingle. The enemy wants to tingle your ears with all the false anointings, with all the false moves of the Spirit. But let me tell you something. God's about to do something in Israel that will make the ears of everyone who hear it tingle. I want to prophesy and proclaim that God is going to do a mighty work in the land of Israel and it's going to affect the testimonies of everyone in the nations. It's going to happen right here in this land. God's going to move right here in this land and he's going to bring transformation to the nations. We're about to walk into these days. We're about to see it. Are you ready for what the Father is about to do? Are we coming before the Father with our offerings? Are we coming before him with our gifts? Are we in preparation for what it takes to get to the place of the blessing going through our lives? Let's cry out, even if it's in bitterness. Let's cry out. Are you longing to see the glory of Yehovah? rising up and rising through your life. I don't want to be left on the side. I don't I don't want to be one of those people that has regrets because of the decisions that I've made. I want to be one that's making godly decisions. I want to be one that's setting my face like a flint. I want to deal with the sin in my life. I want to deal with the evil. I want to 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 see his face shining in and through my life to bring transformation to the generation not for me to be anything it's not about me but I know that God says I'm looking for vessels I'm looking for people that will stand up and proclaim his name and the call today is that going to be you are you going to be one that's going to stand up then I'm asking you to get in line to get in place you know the book of Acts is an awesome book and there's a very interesting scripture that takes place. And I make reference to this scripture all the time. I love this scripture. Verse 22 of Acts chapter 3. You know, I just want to share what, you know, this, this portion of scripture. For Moses said, The Lord your Elohim will raise up for you a prophet like me from among your own people. You must listen to everything he tells you. Anyone who does not listen to him will be completely cut off from among his people. But what I love about what takes place in verse 24, it says, Indeed, all the prophets from who? From Samuel on, as many have spoken, have foretold these days. What an awesome place to be in history <laughs> In time, not in history, 
<coughs> his story. What an awesome place to be in time to proclaim you are witnessing this before your face. You are witnessing this in my in our hearing. This is happening right now. Indeed, all the prophets from Samuel on, as many have spoken, have foretold these days. We are living in days where there is prophecies coming to pass, and we stand upon those promises, and we say, this is the hour, and you are heirs of the prophets and of the covenant Elohim made with your fathers. That He said to Abraham, through your offspring, through the Messiah, all the peoples of the earth will be blessed. When Elohim raised up his servant, he sent him first to you to bless you by turning each of you from your wicked ways. And here's the key. What's the message? The message is turn from your wicked ways. Samuel, when he was raised up, not one of his words fell to the ground. And what did he do? He, he was the one... They brought in this transition into the monarchy, into the kingdom. He was the one who anointed uh, uh, Saul. He was the one who anointed David. He was the one who saw the destruction of Eli and Shiloh because of evil. Are we going to be a people living in evil or are we going to be a people living in the promises of Jehovah? If you remain silent, deliverance will come from another another source. If you remain silent, the Father's saying, I'm doing a mighty move of my spirit in this day. Do you want to be a part? Not just do you want to be a part, you are called to be a part. You're in this place for such a time as this. The Father says, I'm positioning you for such a time as this. But we are on the road to the battle. We're not there yet. We're on the road. So are we going to make righteous decisions? Because these coming days are going to define who we are in the Spirit. So we ask, Father, for the seal of Yehovah. We ask, Father, for the birthing of the promises of God to come in and through our lives to bring change to this generation. I hope you've been blessed and encouraged with the word. Sorry about not being able to get all these large words out and stuff like that. I'm not very good with these names and things, but that's all right. I want to be found in your spirit, Father. I want to have eyes to see and ears to hear, and I want a heart of understanding. I want to be one who will inspire and bring forth your truth to this generation. I don't want to be one that spends all my time preaching to the choir. Why? Because my heart is broken for those who are broken. Is your heart broken for a lost generation? Oh, hallelujah. I hope you're blessed and encouraged as we share tonight because I'm telling you, I just had to sit and wait as I've just watched. I haven't been able to do all the things I wanted to do today and I've just had to sit and wait. And I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting in his presence. I'm like, Father, what are you saying? What are you doing in the midst of this time, in the midst of all the pressures and all the things that's happening around us? Whose report will you believe? 
Will you believe the report of Yahovah? Are you going to believe the report of the Lord? Or are you just going to get soaked up with what's going on in the world? Oh, the devil might have his plan, but God's plan's bigger. <laughs> oh, the devil might be think he's trying to get something together for one world government and for taking over the nations. And you know what? The father's laughing because that's not the day we're living in yet. Oh, we've got preachers out there telling everyone, this is it. It's the last of the last. And we've got false uh, prophets prophesying lies. We've got, you know, Kabbalistic rabbinical rabbis, you know, that already stood up and and said that uh, April, the Messiah, is going to appear here in the land of Israel. Well, he didn't because he's already here. Hallelujah. So let's get our hearts ready. Let's get ready for what is about to happen. I'm just humbled right now before the Father over what is about to take place. I'm telling you, I'm I'm charged in the spirit of what is about to take place. I'm just walking around the, the house next door as we are saying, Father, fill this house with those who are suffering in domestic violence and abuse. And we're going to see the floodgates open. Why? I want what we have to be used to bring healing and deliverance and transformation to the brokenhearted. And I'm encouraging you, let's stand together on these things. It's so important that we align ourselves with Israel, not with a false understanding, you know, where we see Jewish people stand up. If you don't bless the Jewish people, you're not going to be blessed. That is not what the scripture says. That is a mistranslation. You know, to be Jewish doesn't mean you're in a higher place. We are one in Messiah. It doesn't matter who you are. But we want to see the blessings of Yehovah poured out in this land because the testimony of what comes forth in the land of Israel will, will, uh, will, will be key to bring transformation in the nations of the world. That's what you see in Micah chapter 4. I encourage you to go and lead it. But if you've been blessed and encouraged with the word today and you want to sow and you want to pour in, you want to put an offering, uh, you know, before the Father over the promises and over the bitterness and the the things that you're going through where is the blessings in my life where are the promises in my life then sow a seed into this you know you don't have to sow into our ministry sow into another ministry sow where the father calls you to sow is there a place where the father is saying to give you know where we can see blessings let's let's put a stake down in the land of israel for such a time as this. I believe the Father's saying, get our heart ready. Let's get our hearts ready. So I want to encourage you, if you want to give into our ministry, that's great. To support the work and the things that we do in the land. Praise Yehovah. But, you know, ask the Father where you're called to give. And so where he calls you to give. Why? Because we know that the Father will raise up those who will pour into the things that we are doing here in the land. We know the Father's already got the people that will bring forth everything that we need. That he will raise up the army that we are walking with and the and, and the family of Yehovah that we are called to, to flow with. And we're going to see the blessing. Let's walk together. Let's, let's partner together in 
the purposes of seeing his kingdom come. We are called to be a mission agency to train and equip people to go into the nations to preach the gospel. I'm not going to let it go. I'm not seeing the fullness of the blessings of Yehovah over these areas. But I am not going to let it go because I've read the book. I understand the process that God will take you through to see the victory. I don't have regrets. I have served Yehovah with all of my heart. I've done what he has called me to do. I am excited about this day. But there's things that grieve me to the the, the, the depths of my soul of promises of God to, to be fulfilled, not for me to bring transformation to this generation. And the Father has planted those seeds within my heart. Has he planted them within your heart? I want to see the broken heart be free. It's time. It's the hour. The hour has come. And I want to rise up. Wake up, O sleeper, rise from the dead. Your salvation is nearer now than when you first believed. Romans chapter 13. Oh, Father. Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for your word. Father, prepare us for Shavuot. Help us to be ready. Some people are doing the countdown of the coronavirus, but we're not counting down the coronavirus. We're counting down the feasts of Yehovah. We're counting down his appointed days. We're getting ourselves in order for such a time as this. So, Father, we thank you for your word. We pray, Father, that your word will bring forth the promises of Yehovah. We release an open heaven over our lives for such a time as this. We come before you, Father, and we say, Father, here we are. Send us, use us, just as Samuel heard your voice. Here am I. Here am I. I want to be one to hear the voice. And we come together as the people of Yehovah. And we just come together corporately right now, Father. And we cry out to you. Here we are, Father. We want to hear from heaven. Bring forth your healing. Bring forth your deliverance. But more than anything, bring forth your promise. All your promises are yes and amen. And we will not let you go until we see the promise come through us to bring blessing to this generation. Hope you're blessed and encouraged with the message today. And uh, I just, I appreciate every one of you. I appreciate that we get to come together and spend time in his presence. And it doesn't matter if the whole message is all together. It doesn't matter if we just have a couple of bits of scrubbles on a piece of paper and we don't even know where we're going because it's not about us. It's about him. And what a blessing it is just to, just to come in his presence and experience Yehovah together. Thanks for watching. Shalom, shalom, and look forward to seeing you all tomorrow. Don't forget to share the message. What a great way to share and to minister into the lives of others. Just share this. If you're watching on YouTube, share it on email. Share it with your friends. If you're watching on Facebook, share it in private messages. Share it on your Facebook pages and be blessed. Shalom, shalom.